Mike, turn your games down. Hi, welcome to another me episode of Games My Mom Found. I am Mike Hilberton, and who's bouncing with me tonight? <laughs> Hi, I'm Dominic. I am the co-host of Dissonant Waves on YouTube, a music podcast. I'm also on the Overblood Facebook group, and I've been on this show several times now. Yes. <laughs> and hey, Commander Lionheart, again. Because we're here to talk about a game that involved one of your favorite characters, Manuel. So you had to come back. Sure. Favorite <laughs> characters. Yeah, Dominique I mean, Cross. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, technically, we're talking about a game with Sora. When Sora becomes 19 in Kingdom Hearts, eventually, this is what he's going to look like, right? Uh, God, I hope not, but sure. <laughs> oh, we are here to talk about The Bouncer. Published the by Bouncer. <laughs> published by Squaresoft. Developed by Dream Factory, or actually developed by Square and Dream Factory, published by yes. Square and Sony, and and then ca- it ca- came out in 2001 for PS2, and that's it. Never came out again. In North America, <laughs> December 2000 in Japan. Good. Okay. And that, so I actually have a history with the game. The reason the game's on the show is because back in the day when PS2 first came out, my buddy had gotten one pretty early on, and he'd gotten this, and he gotten Animusha. And then he was also staying at my house for, a, I think, maybe two weeks or so, because his parents were out of t- went out of state or something on vacation. So he was staying with me. And I remember we played a bunch of this in Animusha. We could not finish Animusha. But this game has always stuck with me ever since then. And I had I played it one or we played it back then. And then when I was a few years later, maybe even two two years at most, it was my freshman year in high school, and I graduated in 06. So whatever year that would be and we put we i bought it i beat it and i've been haven't played it since then i've been trying to get this game in the show for since the show started but it wasn't really an option because people didn't have a copy of this and we couldn't emulate ps2 so we never got around to it and now it finally happened to the mini because i didn't want to waste an episode number on this on this (laughs) so you would have in the beginning but not anymore (laughs) i have so many other ways to make things now that it's like i can just Throw it in some other version and get it out there. This is one of the alternate endings that could happen. <laughs> we went down the 2022 Mike Alberton route, but had we gone down the uh, 2019 route, it'd be a lot different. And Dominic, what is your any memory, any history you have with this game? Uh, I bought it. I think I was like one of those games like it was in that era. I think of like family video when they were selling off their collection of like games. I think I bought a copy back then for like five bucks and I played a little bit of it, found it to be too hard, eventually sold it and bought it back for this recording. Okay. What about you, Emmanuel? Any any history with it? Absolutely not. The only I only know about this game. One because I if I remember correctly, I think that game informer did a an episode of replay of the bouncer. I believe so. That sounds right. And also because the the overblood the the overblood the overblood group mentioned has mentioned it a couple of times, but other than that, I had I had never played it. I had never actually seen gameplay of it or whatever. So yeah, yeah. I think someone a giant bomb. I think Jan Ochoa maybe a giant bomb is a, is a fan of it. So they played it on the site somewhere, and, and I probably saw that. You know, mm-hmm. but that'd be my only other exposure to it. And I've been championing this game for a while with you. Anyone that I meet, I'm like, have you played the bouncer? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I've been always pushing this game. Like, you have no idea. I actually, 
so one thing about me that anyone listening to the show know, once I beat a game, I don't pick it back up. I mean, one, this game is short as hell. It's only an hour and a half playthrough. Mm-hmm. If that, like, you can beat this game quick. Assuming you just go the one round. But that's, exactly. the, I mean, this, so this game is a, is a beat-em-up, which is also kind of odd, but it's it's very much a just mainly cutscene. I mean, this game is just full oh, of boy. beautiful FMV cutscene that still look good in 2022. So many cutscenes. I thought I was playing Metal Gear. Wait, that's not a, okay that's not a bad that, thing. Though. It's, it's uh, the game's style. I like sure. it. I still like it. I'm actually going to probably... <laughs> I was going to replay it again before this episode because I beat it with code. I was going to play it again as Sion, but I didn't have time because <laughs> I was sleeping. Yeah. So yeah, I, 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 just, I just beat it for the stream, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I beat... I got every ending, got you know all these secret characters... I did everything that I possibly could. Nice. Back in the day when I when I didn't have ga- that many games, when I played as my freshman year of high school, I did. I, I was in the process of trying to get everybody to S rank, and I was yeah. almost there. It's not that hard. <laughs> well, it is for a couple characters. Like there's so- uh, Wong was hard because you have to keep beating the game with Sion. You only get the one fight with him to rank him up. Wait, well, so what do you mean? Uh, he's a secret fight at the very end after you play through with Sion. Right, but. You can't get him up to S rank. You can only you can only get the three up to S rank, right? No, you can level up the enemies up to S rank. <laughs> How? You keep fighting them. What? The oh, more God. you fight, the more you play through the game in repeat playthroughs, because this game has like a new game plus thing. As you fight enemies, they rank up two after a while. That's crazy. Why? I didn't. Even... God. It God. only affects versus mode and stuff, and that's why I did it. But in my versus mode at the time, if you look, people were all like S rank and stuff. Okay, so I didn't do everything, but I did upgrade Sion, Volt, and Co. to S rank and got all the unlocks. That's enough. I just couldn't. Back in the day, I couldn't stop playing this game. I don't know why. I think it's because I didn't have many games or something. I don't know. <laughs> I just couldn't stop. That could be a very logical explanation, Mike. <laughs> I really liked it. I mean, I still. I think the I think the graphics are still beautiful. Like the cutscenes are amazing. I think. The, I mean, the beautiful is beautiful is a stretch. Like it looks good, <laughs> but like have you beauty seen? is in the eye of the beholder. Uh, and that like that's what we're looking for. This is like this isn't a knock against the graphical style because Square Enix games look really good on the PS2, but beautiful is is, is a stretch just for what they're going for. Because like let's let's be real here. This is this is knockoff uh, Midgar. Uh, oh with, yes. with knockoff Sion. Uh huh. With knockoff Sora. Um, yeah. I mean yeah, knockoff Sora. My bad. I'm tired. Like okay. this might as well be a Final Fantasy VII short story. Mm-hmm. It makes so much more sense if it was like or Final Fantasy VIII. Okay. I mean yeah. yeah the, I mean I feel like the the setting of Edge is, is Midgar like, but eight characters would look would work so much better. Mm-hmm. Than Cloud and uh, Victor, uh, Vincent. I guess, I mean, I have a lot of nostalgia for this game, so I know I'm talking, part of it is talking out of my ass because I I'm, I have rose-colored glasses on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm well aware of that, but I mean, I just like the, I even like the combat a lot. I mean, the combat's pretty basic at first. You just, you you do beat up sections, but they're very, they're all short. They're all less than probably 90 seconds for most of them. And then you yes. get back into cutscenes and cutscenes and cutscenes. Which I like. I like cutscenes. Give me more cutscenes. You too. <laughs> you would love Xenosaga, Mike. One day, I, I you know, no, Xenosaga. Oh, you talking about the ones on PS2? Yes, that's my biggest disappointment of a PS2 game. But that I need to go back and replay it. Disappointment in what way? 
I bought it when it first came out. I was hoping for because I love Xenogears and it wasn't. I don't. I just. I didn't like the gameplay of it. It is not Xenogears legally. It is not Xenogears. This is also back in what year did that come out? Oh, two, I believe. Yeah, two hundred three. Yeah, so that mic was not the mic. I mean, someday I'm gonna go back and replay it. There's there's interesting conversation. There's interesting conversation to have with series that I would love to have with people. One day. Yes, one day. Long. So. Yeah, those games are long. The first one is about forty hours. The second one's about twenty. The third one's about thirty to forty. That's doable. I mean, as long as I plan right, that's doable for the show. I, I played these games a couple times. It was <laughs> I was a little obsessed with Once Upon a Time. I mean, it's Xeno Saga I bought for six fifty bucks right when it first came out and still have never actually played it that far. So it's on my list. One day. But with this uh, game, like with Bouncer, <laughs> it's just the I don't know, just something about the style of it. Like before I played it, I was actually nervous to replay it for the show because one, I waited until I didn't start this till Thursday night. We record this on Saturday morning because I was just too. I was trying to. I was busy playing another another game for the show. You played Super Sun- Mario Sunshine. Yes, a better and game. Yes, objectively a better <laughs> game. I had more fun with this. I had, I, think I did not. <laughs> I had I had a little. I had enough fun playing this game for eight hours all the way through several times, Jesus. seeing all the unlocks. <laughs> but Mario Sunshine, I would have more fun any day of the week. I would have been more frustrated with Mario Sunshine, but I would have still had more fun with Mario Sunshine. That's for sure. I I love beating the crap out of people in this game. Like I, so I watched the speed run first, and in the speed run, because I, I was a little nervous, he 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 played his co, so that's why I ended up just playing his co because why I like I actually like Cody Fo a lot in this game, one of the three characters you can play as. Mm-hmm. Because when I was younger, I I was in Taekwondo, and he has Taekwondo, so that was one reason I liked him as a kid. Mm. And he was a smartass, <laughs> and I was a smartass when I was in high, uh, this age. So I still the early two thousands. Uh huh. So I related more with Colifo than I did with the other characters. So that was the character that I gravitated towards to when I was younger. You speak and about him back, like you know him personally. <laughs> you yeah, we, we hung out. We got a beer. Oh, <sighs> a good old Colifo, right up there with Volt Kruger and Sion Barzad. I, I like the names of these characters. <laughs> I like these characters a lot. Hey, you know, Xenosaga, the main character's name is Shion. I wonder if there's a connection. No. There's a character in Kingdom Hearts called Shion. <sighs> <laughs> we'll get there. Don't worry. We're going to be doing more of those soon. Mm-hmm. Well, not that soon, but we that yeah. once we dive deep, we're going to be diving deep into that series. It, we'll, the next on. one will be a mini of uh, Chin and Memories down the line here. Yeah, so I know one of us won't be there. I'm sure from the from the Simon's conversation. So I'm just I'm just your I'm just your guy for the minis, Mike. I feel like <laughs> I'm like I'm like most of them now. I feel. Like. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, just everything with the bouncer. I mean, it's a, it's kind of a basic game, and the combat is. I mean, I feel like combat's not that basic because you can hold down. I think it was L one and do like different L2? moves. There's L two. I beat the game two days ago. I don't remember. Uh, it's. <laughs> A thing that I had to look up the controls because I was lazy and it, it did not tell me. Yeah. It doesn't tell you. Yeah. In controls, yeah. it lies to you. It, it says, press ES button and press the J button. See, okay, this is my beef with fighting games. They always pull this bullshit. Press the punch and kick button to do a move. It's like, what the fuck is the punch and kick button? Mm-hmm. Just tell me what it is on the controller. This is not an arcade stick. You don't even have arcade stick support. I mean... 
so I guess because it had played this so much before, I could look at it and I was able to translate it very quickly and figure out the moves. Because like when I used to play this as a kid, I would only upgrade their power, defense, life. Because the thing that attracted me, because this is one of my kicks, is that in this game, as you beat enemies and beat levels, as long as you get the finishing blow as your character you're playing as, you get bouncer points, which are essentially EXP. And then you're able to upgrade your stats, your your power, your life, your defense, or you're able to use the bouncer points you get and spend them on abilities. And back in the day, I didn't buy the extra abilities. Now I realize, like, you just find the one you, you get the most expensive ability you can get at the time, then you're set. So that's this time. I bought none of the abilities. So. You need to. Holy shit. Oh, yeah. I, I did not. Like, for so. Cole... He has an uppercut that I got yes. pretty early on. And that uppercut, you can juggle bosses. You can juggle everybody. I mean, it, it's great. Then I got like a, a three kick he did. And that would, if, if, if I caught a guy off guard, it took him out fast. And I know if you get his final upgrade, which is seven kicks, you just massacre everybody. Ko is so hard without that uppercut. Uh-huh. <laughs> it is crazy how hard he is to play without having an uppercut available to you. But once you get it, easily the best character. Emmanuel, who did you play through the game as? Sion. Okay. Sion's not bad. Sion's a good uh, mid-level character. I like I like Sion a lot. I mean, I think he's a very cool character. <laughs> I do. I, again, I have rose-colored uh, glasses on in this game. Look, and Jesus. Look, Sora is cooler than Sion. And that's saying a lot, considering it's Sora. I will take Kingdom Hearts 1, Sora, PP Best, and Haley Joel Osment is cooler than Sion. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. Yes. I want my 19-year-old broody Sion Barzad. So, okay. If we're upset because his girlfriend died two years no, ago. No, no, no. Hold, hold on. Hold on. If we're going this route, let's let's de- let's dive deep into this, because I have questions. I don't. <laughs> so, the conceit of this game. They're, they're bouncers, right? <laughs> Which they barely do any bouncing. How game. is how how are you getting a nineteen year old to be a bouncer? A it gets worse. B why is Dominique like fourteen hanging around a bar? I mean, she's a robot. She's a mascot. So. Sure, she's a robot, but no one knows that. <laughs> but that's that's besides the point. Sion just finds her on the street one day, and whatever happens, and then she really likes him, and he allows it, and you know they're whatever. By the way, spoilers, you don't see that until the very end of this goddamn game. Because the story is just nonsense, and it's just throwing yes. different scenes at you and telling most of the backstory through the loading screens, which which is something, which I, which I will give it credit for trying something with that. Just giving you random dialogue scenes, like, like a script, in the loading screens to have something to read. However, those loading screens are pretty fast. So fast, you're not even going to finish reading them. Mm-mm. Yeah, and I read fast. I couldn't finish, but I thought maybe because I was playing this on an emulator that it was loading faster than it would have been normally. Nope. But I got a fat PS2. Yeah, I'm telling you, it is. This is like the. It's like what's happening now with the PS5 loading games too fast to like see what's ever the, on the loading screen. It's happening here. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's funny though because I mean, there's so much story. They give you a lot of the backstory of the characters in those little in these little cut, these little loadings when you just read text between your character, whoever you pick, and then the other character. And I think that's another thing that this game has you know a lot of replay value if you care that you can play through the different characters to get you'll get some. I mean, a lot of the cutscenes are the same, but some cutscenes will be a little bit different. Yes, as you play through, and each character has different um, a different move set and different ways that they handle. Yes, more dialogue with the kidna, please. <laughs> 
the the best character clearly, even though her moveset sucks to play. That's because she has that Brazilian uh, art. I forget the name of it, but it's in uh, Tekken. Eddie has it. Yeah. Ah, uh, shit. What's the name of that? I forget. I hate it. I hate fighting it in any Kip- game. Uh, Kipora or something like that. Uh, yeah. They they're also. I mean, most of the levels in this game are all the same, but there's one part where your team gets split up because they fall down a hole because oh this god, Acme cartoon and. Depending on who you pick, they have three different sections. I I only did Ko's. I know Ko's. He he gets disguised as he is completely. Jesus, this is the worst level of the game. He gets disguised as a guard, and you have to walk around and then do sal- the same salutes that the guard do, and it, it gives you a little thing like, "Oh, press this button." If they do this stupid thing, dude. Oh, thank button. God I didn't play as Ko. Yeah, man. this is like this is blind. Simon says like it tells you here are the controls. And then you're just thrust out there, and you just gotta remember which one is circle, which one is square. And if you if you fuck up, you're gonna get into a fight, and several fights actually, and you're gonna die, and you're gonna die. But hey, try just try just try and remember which of the four commands are which. It reminded me of Chrono Trigger back in the day when I was doing the Simon Says thing to get the clone. For whatever reason, that is so much easier to me than wrapping my mind around this. I don't know why. I didn't have a hard time with it at all. It, uh, it was surprisingly difficult for me. I actually tried to fuck up a few times on purpose because I wanted fights. God. I wanted experience. Uh, and, and they really throw it at you, too. You want it to feel alive, Mike. I get it. Because, <laughs> like, you have you have guys that will, like, throw, you know, they will, they will, there's, like, one guy that cycles through three of them and repeatedly, and you have to, you have to hit one at the same time that he's doing that one, any of them. To get him to let you through, but it's like it's on the t- it's on a cycle. You just gotta get in with the rhythm of it. Or there's like one where there's like two guys and they're gonna do two two different ones. So you gotta do both to satisfy them. Yep, in the right it's order like, too. Yeah, but it's like who the who the fuck? What kind of fucking guard company does this? <laughs> I mean, they, they they accost every guard that passes by, hoping that they're not an imposter by making them do random movements. <laughs> it's a weird That's, ass game. That's it's such a, very... a that's such a efficient way of telling who's a spy and who's not. I mean, clearly. the whole story of you you're at a bar, special forces break into a bar, steal your girlfriend. I, I guess that's that's really cringe to say. I know. I didn't know how young she was and how old CN was until I was watching a video before this episode. I'm like, so we'll, we'll get into that. And Fourteen then, and nineteen. There's a yeah. five year gap there. Not okay. Then, I'm not okay with that. Why couldn't he be 17? Like, couldn't they just make Sion 17 and be like, okay. I can because, because then he couldn't be a bouncer. I don't think the game would care. They would still make him a bouncer. There's barely any bouncing. <laughs> uh, he doesn't even I, want to be at work. Like, the first thing, the, the first time you see him, he's sitting in the bar and both like, it's your shift. He's like, yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming the drinking age is 18. That's the only way any of this makes sense. Well, it is Japan. But it's not. It's Edge. Yeah, but it's, I mean, it's Japan games. I think Japan is different with alcohol than, like, we like we are. Like, sure. we look at Earthbound. Earthbound supposed to go to bars, not, it's a milk bar. Yeah, sure it is. <laughs> so, I mean, that kind of thing. Like, I mean, in Chrono Trigger, he's drinking soda pop at the bar, not beer, no soda pop. You're going to pour soda pop on his grave. I mean, that's just a, I'm, I'm assuming that that's just a localization thing. It is. Just a, isn't the, there's, I believe that in the Wario Land in Warrior Land 1, there's, like, a, an enemy that, or you're fighting, like, some sort of, like, beer kingdom or something, but they changed it to, like, soda and shit here in America. Like I'm sure guys. they did. Because, of course, of course, America, of course. You pride yourself on beer, but 
oh no, the not the kids can't see the word beer in their game. No, God forbid. That might convert them. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's not like all the all the signs and everything else in the drinking culture of our country. No, no, it will be the video game when they fight beer that will convert yeah. them. Or the very present beer commercials in in TV stations and shit. No, no, definitely not. No, it'll be that. It'll be the video. If game. this game came out today, Sion uh, would be aged up to twenty one. I guarantee it. Yes. And Dominic would be aged up to eighteen. I'd be more oh, okay yeah. with it then. Just yeah, in the done. localization. Just yes. in the localization. Oh yeah. Even if in the original Japanese, it would still be the same age. Yes. <laughs> I mean, just the whole idea, like, they're just chilling in a bar, and it gets broken into by a bunch of, like, weird ninjas, and then you're pretty much just running around, catching a train, going to the enemy's corporation that stole her, and then just busting on through and trying to rescue your girlfriend. Yes. Also, <laughs> where's the bartender? He's he's there for one cutscene. Let's learn more about this bartender who's letting all of this happen. Hey, the bartender is exactly like uh, Sora's mom in Kingdom Hearts 1. She was just <laughs> talked for one scene, never seen again. Exact same energy. <laughs> and again, you know, why Why have it be Mikado group? Just have it be Shinra. It would be so much easier. It would have sold a whole lot better. Do you know how much context would be given if this really was just Midgar? God, I mean, this would have sold so much. I mean, this is before that time where Final Fantasy games had sequels or had connections. Otherwise, like, this would have been an FF7 ripoff of some sort. You might have been playing three random characters in Midgar, but it would have been Midgar. Yeah, and as a result, this just seems like weird fan fiction. And this didn't sell well. I mean, I am shocked it did not sell well. (laughs) I I mean, this is is the quintessential game that looks good until you play it and then you realize what it is. This game came out before Final Fantasy X, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. A little bit. The other two Square games that came before this on PS2 were All Star Pro Wrestling, which is Japanese only, and Driving Emotion Type S. Which I just found out existed and need to play one day. I yeah. love that title. No I'd love to look into it more. It's a racing game. Oh, so kind of like uh, Racing Lagoon? Yes. But uh, more of a Gran Turismo y. <laughs> as long as there's experience points, I'm in. People say this is the first Squaresoft game for PS2, and I'm not sure how they can even say that because Type S was a that was done by a subsidiary. Okay, uh, but I digress. Wasn't this a launch? This was a launch window, though. This is, Type S came out first, though. Oh, okay, but only in Japan, right? And it also came to America. Oh, it also oh, okay. But the oh. pro wrestling game was only Japan. Oh, okay. Man, I miss old Squaresoft so much. And then throughout this game, you fight enemies, you fight bosses, lots and lots of bosses. I mean, one of the bosses that you mentioned that you fight twice in this game, which is part of the backstory for Volt, which is his girlfriend, ex-girlfriend or a kid. No, the, the woman that he acts really sexist to for no reason, because okay. he's a he's a he's a guard for the for Mikado and she becomes a guard for Mikado. And he's like, what a woman. This game is has is, it has some issues. <laughs> hey, at least at least she actually bounced. <laughs> yes, and they made sure of it. One of the better bouncer. She is a better bouncer in in her role in that game than they are. She's a better bouncer because hers actually bounce. That's mm-hmm. all. They, they have a cutscene right where that no. right when she does her finger and you just see her boobs bounce. I'm like, mm. ah, 2001. I uh, did not yes. even pay attention. Doa Doa Jiggle Physics, the beginning. <laughs> Uh, it just, yeah, it's amusing. This, this game, 
I still, I mean, like another thing about this game that I think is so stupid, but I, I really like is the whole idea that in, if you only get as you read all the story with Sion and you read the computers, you find out that Sion had a girlfriend who oh, died right. two years ago and he sees her as, and she turns to a Panther, but it's not her. And she's dead. And it isn't until you beat her, you fight her twice as Sion. And it isn't until the very end in one of his endings where she sacrifices herself. And he goes, Caldea. It's like, Caldea. come on, buddy. You've seen her on a computer. You fought her twice. You've seen her. And oh, yes. you're like, who could this be? Yes. Maria. <laughs> it, it really gives off the energy. <laughs> it just gives so much Shadow the Hedgehog energy. This fucking game. Like, goddamn. In the same way that Star Fox Adventures was very much a 2002 game that has so much inspiration in the games that came out around it and also seems to have a lot of connections with games that came later, like Uncharted. Well, this game is a similar effect, but with a very different subset of games. <laughs> We're talking it's Final Fantasy VII, Shadow of the Hedgehog, Sonic Adventure 2, Final Fantasy VIII. It's a mess. Mm-hmm. I mean, the whole like story is you're chasing after your, your girlfriend that they stole. You get into a freaking shuttle to go out in space. Okay, let's talk about also, also the fact that they're on a train, just like in Midgar. But this train has a bomb on it. Just like in Midgar? I don't it's think not really that... a bomb. But it's not really a bomb. It's more like fuel. The, it's going to crash. It's going to crash. There's, yeah, there's gonna, rocket fuel. Yeah, it's it's rocket fuel and it's going to crash. And that's why it's, you know, I will give the we'll give the game credit because one thing I do love is invisible timers <laughs> where you just have some con- you you have context as to like, hey, the train is going to crash. We need to do something. And it, it's just like, OK, you have 10 seconds to do something. It's stupid what you have to do. But just- I do like the idea of like it just it just gives you ten seconds. That's it. You know, it doesn't give you a timer. You just know the train's going to crash. Yeah, it's just as stupid as goddamn boss battles that you're supposed to lose, but yet they let you goddamn fight them for like twenty minutes before oh they beat you. That's what's supposed to happen. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember as a kid, my a friend, my buddy, who introduced me to this game, he was a big fan of Volt because he liked wrestling, and Volt has more wrestling moves as yeah. you upgrade oh, yeah. him. Oh yeah, Plus Volt is very king from Tekken. Yeah, actually, mm. each of these characters have their their like fighting styles are kind of like Tekken characters. Like sure. uh, yeah. Kuo is like fuck. I, I was I was gonna say Huarong. I think it's his name. The the, the redhead dude. Yeah, it's Huarong. I played like, a lot of Tekken 3 because that's the same yeah. guy who introduced me to this game was a big Tekken fan. So I played tons of Tekken 3 back then. So, yeah. Yeah. And Volt is kind of like a mix between King and uh, Paul, I guess. Okay. I never played. I didn't play his Volt at all. I wasn't going to. I did, I mean, I had him back in the day, but I don't care for him. I had no interest in his story. Volt was pretty powerful. He's, he's I mean, he is, but he's he, slow. Yeah. yeah. I don't I, like I was I, able to use that effectively. Yeah, I don't I, like I, that I, in my games. No, I, I prefer speed over strength, honestly. I do meet him up sauce. So I usually try to go for the medium character. I think maybe Ko is the medium and Sion's the fast. I don't know. Sion's the Mario of the game. <laughs> okay. Ah, uh, yes. Up That's until the point where he says, It's a me, a Sion. <laughs> he's meant to be the, the, or I guess if you want to go like the Ken Ryu as well. Just guy normal. Mm hmm. Volts, Volts, the power guy. I think Ko is like the speedy guy. Okay, I I like Ko. Also, I think Ko is voiced by Steve Blum. No. Sure, whatever. No. No, no, I don't think so. I'm not 
None of the characters are Steve Vlum. While I was streaming it, John was like, oh, that's Steve Vlum. And then when we saw the credits, no Steve oh, Vlum. No, okay, because I was watching a video and he said it was Steve Vlum. So I was like, oh, okay. Maybe they all had uh, no. fake names because that was definitely a practice. That was a thing back then was fake uh, hmm. credits. Hmm. Because usually because oh. it wasn't Union. Hmm, okay. Well, maybe it was that. I don't know. Yeah. I, I just know that I saw the credits and no Steve Blum. So I okay. was like, oh, it's not, I guess. I was lied to by a YouTube video. Ah. Great value, Steve Blum. Huh. <laughs> wish, wish Steve Blum. I mean, wish. they do have a famous singer for the for the, for the credits. They did. Shanice Wilson. I don't know who that is. She she was like, she had some hits in the 90s. Ah. I also find it's funny that you fight you fight security guards. And I think they call, you fight a bunch of security guards in this game. They're like, man, they must love their job because they keep fighting you. I'm like, well, they don't want to get fired, buddy. Like, <laughs> I mean, you're criminals. You're breaking into a building and just taking out everybody. <laughs> because there's, you know, as as a Dominic myself, I have a, I have a little kinship here, but that only runs so far when Dominique is just in the clutches of what's supposed to be her brother. Duragon C. Mikado. Yeah, Duragon C. Mikado. Like, what the fuck? Like, I'm down for some wacky, you know, story and, like, some theming names, but I feel like this one literally was just, let's throw shit at the wall and just come up with something. Oh, God, yes. Like, I like I really don't want to come off as, like, oh, Japan is so wacky, because I'm not about that. Like, I, I try to take things seriously, but this is the game that kind of broke me in terms of, like, why Duragon C. Mikado? Why Dominique Cross? Why Caldea? Is Vault Kruger the most normal name in this fucking game? Yeah. The Dominique Cross, is, Dominique Cross is pretty pretty normal. It's pretty Western, at least. Yeah. Except I mean, now that I, I think about it, isn't there a character named Vault in uh, Metal Gear Solid 3. What's the name of the bad guy? Metal Gear Solid 3, I forget. Volgan. Volgan. Right, I always forget that it's Volgan. Actually, Volt kind of. Also, uh, okay, quick quick thing. Let's. Why does Volt have those two horns? Is he an Oni? Oh, because he got yeah, shot. It, yes, it explains it. Oh, okay. He got shot, and the bouncer was like, hey, you're going to need something to... Uh, to fit in and not get noticed for that head wound. So let me give you some uh, some some horns. Okay. It's dumb as hell. Just like this whole game. Oh, come on. How can you call a game dumb where one of your characters has a no cactar on his on his jacket? That I do uh, like. No escape with the cactars. No cactars allowed in this bar. You must be uh, taller than this cactuar to be to come into this bar. <laughs> <laughs> Again, Final Fantasy VII. Make much more sense. And also, why does Sion have like? Because there's one like flashback scene where you see Sion before he found the bar. The jacket he's wearing is a symbol of the bar. Well, even before he worked for the bar and ended up at this bar that Dominique brought him to, he just happened to have a jacket with, for the bar. He was always <laughs> destined to come to the bar. The bar is a. This is actually the afterlife. This is actually. <laughs> they are all dead, and this is the afterlife, and they are just going through the different phases of the afterlife and they are always met. The bar is a nexus point in which they all converge to and whatever. So like, I, so, <laughs> so that's funny. Yes, actually. Yes, that's great. I've, I've been too focused on my point for a second here. I'm sorry. Really? Because I, I'm just realizing like, who the fuck is Sion? Really? Like if you look at the story and the characters, Volt makes sense. 
Volt was a former security guard of Mikado. Mm-hmm. Co makes sense. Code's like a secret spy guy working for like the cops or whatever. Yes. Sion is just this dude who somehow dated Caldea, who got involved with Mikado and I think was like the sister or something. I don't even remember. No, she wasn't no. the sister, but she's she just, just somebody who was dying of a disease. And then mm-hmm. they took her in to do a surgery on her, experimented on her, and right. she was dead. He also was trained by the Master Wong, right. who's the same guy that trained Duragon, who Volt was a bodyguard to. And then he finds Dominique, who's supposed to be Duragon's sister-slash-clone of sister. It's the classic Astro Boy thing. And she's not even a clone. She's a robot. Android. Like Astro Boy, yes. That's okay. what I meant. I, I don't know much about Astro Boy, unfortunately. I mean, that's that's just the story of Astro Boy. Guy has kid, kid dies, guy makes robot version. Oh, okay. I know the GBA game supposed to be really good people always talk. Oh, yeah, Omega Factor's great. Okay. Um, but my point being, who is Sion, though? He's just this guy that somehow keeps getting caught up in the like all these people that are related to the same company, related to the same things. But he himself is nobody. He's a nobody. No. Maybe. Maybe he's a clone because when his friend died, he took over his clothes. Maybe. Hey, hey, nobody's are a part of Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> I, 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 feel, I feel it in there for you. I in there for you. Oh, I can't wait because, till we play Kingdom Hearts 2 and we get into nobody's. Because, again, I just I just can't. Speaking, actually, speaking of Kingdom Hearts 2, there is a kind I guess it's the inverse. Uh, in Kingdom Hearts 2, there's a reference to this game, and it's that... Perfect. Sion in his sweater, in the bottom part of the sweater, it says Dark Street. And mm-hmm. in Kingdom Hearts 2, one of the characters pants in his shirt, it says Dark Street. And I think that it's, I think that what we're establishing is that Pence is going to grow up to be Sion. So you guys are all wrong. Hey, I'm excited for that. Also, we need to talk about the logo very briefly. Sure. The logo, which has text in it. Which I yes, did you're right. Read. Which has a full poem. Uh, it's it's the bouncer and a really great like you know logo type. And then there's just also a four line poem. Sion, a man haunted by a tragic past. Within him lies strength and kindness, but also great sorrow. All this will change when he meets a girl named Dominique. These are the residents of Dog Street. I have never knew that was there until last night when I watched a YouTube video that talked about it. It's so clear. It's it's just there. It's on everything. It's on the disc. It's on the cover. It's on the start screen. <laughs> Weird as hell. It, it is the it is the most context you get for a story though, because like realistically, who where the fuck is Dog Street? Who the fuck cares? Like a bar called Fate on Dog Street in Edge makes is 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 nonsense, <laughs> and they barely explain it. This game is nonsense, but I love it. Again. If this was Midgar, you know, I mean, so you do bring up this. such a good point. Like, if this game would have been made a few years later, like after Advent Children had come out or when that phase had started, yes. this 100% would have been some kind of FF7 game where you play as Tifa and, like, they're going something to go to Shinra. I mean, somehow they would have connected it. Yes. It's just that it came too early before Square had realized, well, hey, you know, we make sequels to our Final Fantasy games, they sell. So, the weird thing that. is that, you know, if you look at it, it's a bar called Fate. You know, I just played through Chrono Cross, a game that came out like within a year, like about a year of 99. the bouncer. Yeah. In Japan, 2000 in America, but 
so the, the the lead time was even shorter in America. But oh, damn. there's a there's a concept of fate in that game that is very prominent to the point that oh, there's a thing in there called fate. There's a thing in this called fate. That seems like a callback. It probably was. I didn't think about that at the time. I haven't thought about Chrono Cross in a while. I don't remember any of it, but <laughs> going to change that. Okay. Yeah. Really but, good points so, though. And so I just I'm just it, this game perplexes me on so many different levels. It, it's I don't regret playing it at all. <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna that makes two of us. That don't gonna, yeah, that makes two of you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one character. I'm actually we, gonna be writing some thoughts on this in in a little bit here, but uh, one character saying? we we haven't talked about. We haven't talked about Mugetsu. Mugetsu is one of the guys that kidnaps oh, Dominique. He's the psycho ninja, you mean and you fight him. Though? From, yes, from you fight him three Calibre. times in this game, and he just gets more and more crazy as the game progresses. And like he's like, "I'm gonna lose my mind, but I'll kill you!" And he rips off his like goggles. I'm like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and he has the perfect death because I mean, you fight him the third time on an air on like an air carrier thing, hovercraft. Mm-hmm. You kick him off the hovercraft, and he falls into the the fire of a jet. The and jet engines. Now that was ending overblood. Fucking overblood. Uh, that was metal as fuck though. Yeah, it was cool. Yes, you got Mugetsu, you got Panther Caldea, you got Duragon, who, you know, there's four different forms of Duragon, of course. Yes, and the first time you fight him, he takes a chain and ties his arm behind his back. He's like, I'll fight you with only one arm, but my Panther girlfriend will fight you too, so you're not having a fair fight, but hey. And of course, in the in the survival mode and in the multiplayer, you can play as every form of Duragon. That's what I also liked about this game, that every character is playable when you have the extra modes. Yes, I don't remember much about them. Like, I think they get new abilities as you. They get. I think they get new abilities and they're better stats as you keep upgrading them. Sure, I'll take you. Keep word playing for through it. the game. You fight them, and each time you fight them, they start to rank up slowly. God, the hell! Again, I maxed out this game back in the day. Everybody but Wong was maxed out to S rank because I think I got him to A rank or something. I just got tired of playing the game. Yeah, I would too. So <laughs> it was a different time. <laughs> I yeah. didn't have a job yet, so I didn't buy games like I did. And this was cheap as hell when I bought it. If I remember correctly, I have a copy behind me on the shelf, but <laughs> oh, it's on the shelf already. You've made your choice. Exactly. <laughs> Everything's on a shelf unless I own it digitally. But yes, um, but also another thing I want to mention, though, like another boss you fight in this game is a PD4 who looks just like Laguna from FF8. I swear. Yeah, a bit. I mean, that's a f- I, I he's a, a robot that has an arm that comes apart, comes apart and he beats the shit out of you. And I just love that after you beat him and you're like, oh, we did it all. Also, like. Five of them come through the door, and then that's when Dominique wakes up and turns out to an android and just kicks the shit out of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I still like that cutscene. She goes full team on Metropolis when Tima goes evil for a minute. No? Anyone? Nothing. Okay, fine. You're not going to get it from me. Metropolis is a great anime from 2001, about the time <laughs> this game came out. Uh, worth a watch. All right. But, Oh, and yeah. Emmanuel, you didn't get to see Durgon in his last form, because when you beat the game more than once... Uh, Duragon will have a third form in that final fight where he takes off his jacket and he has a really cool dragon tattoo as a kid I wanted on his back. Wait, didn't he take off his jacket? In the- yes, but then he had overalls on, then he takes off his overalls and he has a uh, dragon tattoo. And in the fourth form, he takes off everything. <laughs> <laughs> then you're just actually fighting the penis. <laughs> also, Caldea looks like Renoa from FFA. Yes, 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 thank you for pointing that out. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Again, this game is just calling forth, calling back. It is everything mixed together. Mm-hmm. Like this, this should have been what happened to Squall. 
Not not Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no. Anything we that you guys? Oh, and you also fight robots in this game too. At one point, yes. they have they as you're as you're escaping through the building with Dominique, you fight a bunch of robots. You can just skip everything because I had an ability where I could stun lock them. I just kept hitting them with Ko, and I would just I got tons of experience off them. I mean, I think that they just get stun locked very easily. They do when you hit them, but I had fast yes. moves where I could keep hitting them, and I didn't get hit. Yeah, because also, I, I just did the triangle yes. kick kick with Sion, uh, and they were just like, eh, and eh, and eh. And I was like, oh, okay. I think Caldea yeah, plays the piano. Hmm? I think Caldea plays the piano. Oh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But just like Sonic Adventure 2, they go to space, kind of. Mm-hmm. Yes, they do go to space. There's a mm-hmm. there's a whole thing about the they're they're on a shuttle and then so they they go back to Earth whenever. It's kind of like Sonic Adventure 2. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we already mentioned Sonic Adventure 2, Shadow of the Hedgehog. Yeah, they're, they're definitely good signs. Good signs. Kazuya, <laughs> <laughs> Maria. Yeah, it's accurate. I know I still love this game, but yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a bunch of bullshit. You run around and you beat you. You have cutscenes and you fight people. Then you have more cutscenes. Then you fight people and you have more cutscenes. Then you get where's you that up? damn fourth chaos emerald? Yep. Uh, where the fuck is Dominic Cross? Oh, so did you do survival hey. mode, Dom, uh, Dominic? I I dabbled in it. I did not okay. complete it. I just wanted to test out the characters. Okay, it's it's cool that it's there. And there's a versus mode. I. Four, yes. I actually remember doing the versus mode with people before fighting them for some reason, like because it was 2001 and I only owned so many games. So the be- you know what's you know what's fun. Um, this is totally off topic. In Xenogears, when you can get there's like a, there's an optional versus mode you can unlock. It's at a point in the game. Nirina in Kesslov. Yes, but that's like so far into the game. There's very few people who have played it, and I'm just very glad that I was able to get a friend of mine to actually do that with me. It's but, how much of that game is in my head. Yes. Xenogears is great. Yes. Almost um, on the show. So I played it when COVID first started in 2020, but I couldn't convince my co-host at the time to tackle it, and I just didn't put it. <clears throat> well, we're doing Chrono Cross down the line. So, you know, you did Chrono Trigger already. We're going to do a mini on Radical Dreamers. Xenogears oh, is in happen. that lineage. It's going to happen. I mean, I'm trying to cover all the square, all um, most of the Squaresoft games I need to hold up. And then, and you know, and then, you know, at that point, we got to do Bait and Kaitos and Xeno Saga. That's the natural evolution of all that. I I really want to play Bait and Kaitos. I have a copy to my left of me that I've never played. It is fucking hard, in my opinion. That's my only concern. I literally do not know if I can beat it. Eh, safe states, right, Mike? Yeah, so I'm yeah Mike can beat it. Me on the GameCube, though, I'll have to like have a full save file of just every fucking save every every save point. Again, I cheat everything. Yeah. Anyway, yes. Any last things you guys want to say about it? Uh, after you, after you fight Duragon as C Mikado for the for the third time, depending on which route you've taken in the game, you can unlock a couple alternate fights. In the end, there's one where Ko fights as like superior. Oh yeah, Leanne. Leanne. And then the other one where Sion uh, fights his master Wong. And unfortunately, Code. I mean, Volt doesn't have anyone he fights. I mean, we already fought Echidna twice. I know what I thought they're like, because you get these special fights at the end. Do you think he would have had a fight, too? But I guess they didn't care. Like, have another fight with Gidna or something. I think I was reading that, like, these, these are meant to be entirely different characters at some point, too. So it's like, I don't know who I'm, how much of this survived, how much of this got changed. Yeah. But, yeah, it's it's a pretty simple, basic. It's meant to be an action movie. It, the, 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 the tagline in the back is literally play the action movie. And which so, I like that. It takes an hour and a half to go through, which is, you know, 
perfect for that pacing. It is it is a weird experiment in game design and how they can make a game short but last a while. Yeah, which I like. I'm, I'm I I I like this the style of game for some reason. I'm not big into usually like I mean I like Metal Gear's a lot too. So I guess that's a big part of it. I think that I think should we go to Shelf Stacker Box? Sure. All right, and. We'll start with a positive note. So I'll go first. I'm going to put this on the shelf. Obviously, I, I, I have rose colored glasses. I really enjoyed this game. I had a great time playing it again. I wanted to play it more for this show, but I just didn't have time for this episode. But I really enjoyed what I played. I had fun going back to it. I got into the cutscenes. I enjoyed the game. I enjoyed the simple gameplay. But again, it's all nostalgic for me. So that's a big part of it. And I'm so happy we finally covered on the show. So when people mention this game every randomly on Facebook, I go, hey, we did an episode on that. Uh, what about you, Emmanuel? Look, guys, I, I'm I'm here to be the emotional support tonight. Like, uh, <laughs> you know, I just came here. I did my part of the assignment, which was play the game, beat the game. And that's it, because it's, it is very uncharacteristic of me to just not talk too much. As we've established in the past couple episodes that I've been here on the show, but I just I'm not a beat 'em up guy, to be honest. Like the my favorite beat 'em up is River City Girls, and that's like I I I'd give that game an eight. So that's that that if that's the high bar for me for beat 'em up, like you know the the ones that I don't are gonna be way lower. And yeah, th- this one's one of those that I. I I played it. I I guess I'm glad I played it I, I, or streamed it, but I'm I'm never coming back to this game ever again. I, <laughs> th- th- this is a this this goes th- this box is getting buried in the deepest recesses of nothingness of the world that never was of the at uh, the end of the world. I'm throwing it there so that not even Sora or Donald or Goofy can find it. For the record, this was actually you're the one that started this because you had put you had com- we we all did this because you commented somewhere about how you wanted to do yeah. a first strike on this. <laughs> yeah, no, I I so the deal was that someone in the Overblood group posted about this. I think that it was because it was like you know one of those RPG site things of like oh this game came out on this on this day how uh, so many years ago or whatever, and I was like. You know, I've never actually played this. I should probably do a first strike of it. And Mike was like, hey, we should do an episode of podcast. <laughs> so, you know, Mike, I think I've seen you try to do the bouncer several times over the years. Oh, God, yes. This actually was originally on the show. The first time I was on the show was right in 2020, right before. And I had it on there. I had a guest, one of my previous co-hosts, Mike. And it was still when my the first two co-hosts were on here. And then they quit the show. So I took it off. And then I put it back on and I couldn't get and I took it off again. And I have been trying to get it on for a long time. Hey, I'm glad that we could at least do it for you. We did this for you, Mike. Now yes. you owe me yeah. the fly uh, three. Yes, you owe me. No, you owe me Spyro. That's what you owe me. Spyro is actually going to come in the show sooner and later. I think I'm going to put well, not that soon, but I'm going to put it on just because I should really play the first Spyro again. Yes. <laughs> And what about uh, you, Dominic? So, like, okay. So there's there's two answers to this, right? Realistically, am I going to keep this game because it's short and I can replay it easily? And because I like that little bit of gratification from being a game, even though it's, you know, not really hard in the end of the day? Yes. But also, is this a game I put in the box? Yes. 
<laughs> I get it. Because, like, I don't know how this was so hard for me last time. But it just, it's uh, it's not hard. I don't know. It get, it gets hard when you replay it and replay it and replay it. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It, it's like, you know, when you grow up and things that, are, that were hard are not as hard anymore. Or things that were easy back in the day are not harder. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. And I think that's everything we need to say. And, Emmanuel, where can people find you at? Hey, people can find me over on twitch.tv slash Commander Lionheart, where I stream a couple times a week. Also on youtube.com slash Commander Lionheart. Like I said, I did a uh, full stream of uh, this game. So if you want, you can check it out over on YouTube. Uh, I also have a couple different variety. Well, not variety of shows. I mean, I guess technically it is variety, but it's still me sitting down to play some games. It's just... Different types of games, indie games, new games, old games, racing games, games, games on I, games. I will uh, say every time I do see your first strike show, I'm surprised at what you haven't played. Oh, there's me there, too. There's a lot of games that I did not uh, grow up playing. Like I, I have I've only had PlayStation, but th- there was also like very limited amount of games that I actually did play in those systems. Kingdom Hearts, Kingdom Hearts 2. Uh, yes. Kingdom Hearts, RE, Chain of Memories. No, no, not yeah. that one. The other two, yes. Like, uh, what I, I am going to do, uh, Dominic, I, I am going to do, uh, or I want to do, a RPG month of First Strike. And I, I one of the games that I am going to do is Sino Saga. Okay. Uh, at least the, the first one. It is um, definitely interesting. Um, yes. Get ready for cutscenes. Uh, it doesn't bother me as long as as long as it's coherent, makes sense, and super detailed, rich with lore. It's the Good. PS2 Mass Effect IMO. Oh, mm. oh. I, do, I do like Mass Effect. I wish the the games ended up being as cohesive as Mass Effect in the end, oh. but <sighs> that's a story for another time about what happened to that series. Oh Jesus! But yeah, that and the Sunday show, which is Mystery Movie Reactions, where we. React to old movies that sometimes I haven't seen, or in as of the time of this recording, the movie that we're doing uh, this week is uh, The Phantom Menace. Ah, <laughs> uh, Misa coming for me. Aside from Jar Jar, <laughs> that movie's still defensible. Oh, I, 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 I kid. I, I, I don't mind The Phantom Menace as much as I mind Attack of the Clones. That one's the one that. Yeah, I that was terrible. And even then, I think that better than Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, well, yeah. Rise of Skywalker is just funny because of how bad it is at this point. Oh, God, it's such a mess. As I've said the story many times on the show, I saw it in theaters. I cry happy tears. I loved it. I know that when I rewatch it, I will not love it, I'm sure. And I will see the, fa- the all the flaws, and I have not rewatched it, and I will not until I cover it someday. I, at, least they have, at least they have the masterpiece that is The Last Jedi. I hate that movie. I don't it's hate it. It's a good movie. I hate it. The Last Jedi is 75% a good movie. 25% is Canto Bite, which can suck it and go to hell. Canto Bite is, is a great scene. Canto Bite is... Look, Canto Bite on its own would have been great. As part of what? The Last Jedi, no. If we can have that scene in Empire where they fucking land on that fucking whale for no reason and spend stupid time getting chased around and whatever, then Canto Bite can definitely That's exist. not the same. Yes, it is. No, it's not. <laughs> and Dominic, Anyways, that's, I yeah. uh, I hate talking about Star Wars. <laughs> I'm not a Star Wars fan. I, I I I watch those movies because they have cultural currency. 
Anyway, uh, where can people uh, find you at? If you want more of my opinions, <laughs> look for me on Twitter at D-A-C-I-C-H-O-C-K-I. Otherwise, my podcast, The Sin Waves, is on YouTube. It's a music podcast. Check us out. Uh, Overblood Facebook group is another place to find me if you are so inclined. Yes, and we, I read, I plug that group almost all the time. Did you, did you go to any uh, groups for the bouncer? Get any comments? No, no, not for, I don't do questions for minis. I know. I just, I just wanted to see if you do it anyway. Eh, I, yeah, I didn't bother. Plus, if I post too much stuff like that, people get mad at me. So I try to keep it to once a week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, I remember when I got the bouncer in 2002 when I was 20. I love playing as Dominique. <laughs> All right. And you enjoyed this episode. We have over 300 <laughs> other episodes you need to listen to. So go check out our back catalog. We do games, movies, TV seasons, usually Star Wars, but TV seasons. We are, and you can find, if you can't find us on Spotify or iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts, if they don't go all the way back, everything is on Podbean. So if you're looking for old episodes that you've heard mentioned or that you want to see if we did, Podbean has our entire catalog of all 300 plus episodes. So there's other ways to find it if you're having issues. And I want to give a shout out to my awesome intro and outro courtesy of Helena at Hell Hasper. You can follow her on TikTok. And give a shout out to my buddy Bill Tucker who did the MCU movies with me. We covered all the Infinity Saga. You can find him on his own podcast. He started a Gamer Looks at 40. And we have a Patreon. If you want to support the show, only as little as a dollar, you can vote in our... We have a monthly poll each month. And it's a great way to communicate with me because I will reply to everything people send me on Patreon. And you help decide what episodes will be on the show. Each month I pick four. I don't know what... When this will be really secondly, so I don't know what the poll is, so we're not going to say. But definitely go do that. And follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and on YouTube. We are on YouTube with audio only, but you can find us there if you really get your podcast that way. I think that's everything I need to say. So we will see you guys all next time. Yeah, I'm looking for your Patreon. I can't find it. No, it's game. It's there's a link in the show notes to everything. Okay, I'll, I'll look for it. Well, anyway, Last Jedi is a great movie. Bye. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Don't play double. Bounce. <laughs> <laughs> the bouncer.